You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome, family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Networks Talking Wrestling. And I am your host with the most of the toast uh, eaten by the ghost. Hey, I'm your host, Casey Corbin. Thank you for joining us today on the show, on the podcast. Uh, before we get to the podcast, you know what we got to do. You got to hit us up on all the social medias, uh, the, those social media outlets that help grow the show, that help know the show, that help sow the show. That make it stronger. Uh, so on the Instagram, you can catch you can catch us there at uh, Talking Wrestling Podcast on the old Instagram. On the Twitter, we are at TNW Pod. Uh, also, we are at Talking Wrestling on Facebook. Facebook uh, Talking Wrestling. That's the page that we're on. We are also on uh, the uh, Spotify. You can check us out there on Spotify. You can list us and like us and give us a heart. Um, we're also on uh, on uh, where else are we? We're on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. Give us a favorable review, uh, five star rating, and uh, we'll send you a postcard from the '80s. However, uh, of a 1983-84 wrestler who was popular then, a lot of wrestlers were popular then. As if you like, uh, you know, I'm not going to go through all the names. You know the names by now. If you want one of these postcards, send us a review. Let us know you sent us a review by hitting us up at uh, TalkingWrestling at gmail.com. And also uh, for the up-and-coming Q&A, the the end-of-the-year Q&A is coming up. And uh, this is going to be the first year that we're doing this. And uh, we're going to take your questions and we're going to make an episode out of it. All the questions you want to know, everything you want to know, and more. All coming up on Talking Wrestling in the next few weeks. We got a few weeks coming up for us uh, that are are very exciting. Uh, We have our uh, next week, we have our 100th episode. Our 100th episode. I cannot believe we're at 100 episodes already. Uh, This week is the 99 episode. And uh, 99, the great one in Canada. The number 99 is synonymous in hockey with Wayne Gretzky, the great one. Uh, However, uh, I don't think he's that great. Just said it. I think the great one is uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's the great one. If you smell what I'm cooking. Um, so uh, today, the 99th episode. Next week, 100th episode. Who are we gonna have on? We don't know yet. It's a surprise. Could be someone great. Could be someone not great. Could be no one at all. Well, there'll be definitely someone. But today, it's just me, and I'm just I'm gonna talk about uh, all the things that I like in wrestling. The last couple of weeks. So, with that said, let's get to the show and uh, let's throw it to Casey Corbin, interviewing Casey Corbin right now in Studio A on Talking Wrestling Never Sleeps Network. Hey, Casey, how are you? I'm great. Uh, folks, how have you been enjoying wrestling recently? Are you a disgruntled WWE fan? Are you an independent fan? Um,. I don't even know what what are indie what is I think 
I think right now we're in a great time in wrestling. Uh, right now is the closest it's ever been to the 80s. I honestly believe that. In the 80s, there were so many different... They weren't called indies. They were called promotions. There were so many promotions that you could like. Uh, you could be a world-class WCCW, world-class championship wrestling. Uh, you could be uh, a UWF, Universal Wrestling Federation, which came out of WCCW, I do believe. You could be a Mid-South fan. You could be a NWA fan. You could be a WCW fan. You could be an AWA fan. You could be a WWF fan. You could be a Stampede Wrestling fan. Uh, there were all these territories. And it seems now, although they're not territorial... This is the first time where you have so many options to choose from. Whether it be MLW down in Florida. Uh, you can watch them on YouTube. Or you can uh, watch uh, Ring of Honor. Or you can watch New Japan. Or you can watch uh, Impact Wrestling. Or you can watch the WWE and any of their products. Or you can watch um, AEW when it becomes available. So, with that said... The options are endless. So for all those people that are complaining about the WWE, stop complaining, check something else out, and like something else. There's other wrestling to choose from. And then, not only do you have all your major, your major, uh, uh, you know, major producers of wrestling, um, you know, like Impact and uh, Ring of Honor and New Japan, I don't really call them indies. They're not independent promotions. They're owned by millionaires like impact has financial a lot of financial money behind it same with ring of honor uh the same with new japan so and now aew um i don't know why the people call these the indies the indies to me are smash wrestling uh the the, the local indies in your city in ottawa you have uh, c4 uh hamilton you have a1 um uh, you know, CZW down in uh, the States or PWG or, um, you know, so many others. They're, they're all over the place. Those are the indies. I don't think of AEW as an indie promotion. However, um, yes, my roommate, he does think that they wrestle in an indie style. Um, so I just think it's a great time. So many promotions are available. And uh, it's up to you what you want to go see. Check it out. Um, what did you think of AEW? Did you think Double or Nothing was a good thing? Did you think it was a good card? Um, you know, uh, to me, uh, the best match on the card was Cody versus Dustin. And that was the most uh, NWA style match that there could have been on the card. Uh, it was storytelling at its finest. It wasn't filled with uh, super high spots. Uh, it, it was beautiful. And it, uh, it's been a long time since the match brought me to tears. And uh, that match did. Uh, you look at the rest of the card, you know, a lot of high flyers, a lot of high fly movements. Uh, you know, it, it was a good card. But everybody's saying that, like, you know, WWE's in trouble. WWE's not in trouble. They're a billion, a billion billion dollar industry in over 
150 countries. You, so you so the third hour of Raw sucks, and you think they're in trouble? Like, they're not in trouble. Uh, last week's Raw was actually pretty good. I enjoyed Money in the Bank. You might not like Brock Lesnar, but guess what? You're not supposed to like him. He's a heel. You're supposed to hate him. So if you hate Brock Lesnar and you hate the way they're using Brock Lesnar, guess what? It's working. You know? I like the Brock Lesnar. I love Brock Party. Ah, who doesn't love a Brock Party? He's got the the boombox or the ghetto blaster. And, uh, oh, he's uh, he's rocking out. Paul Heyman's playing air guitar. Air guitar. I, I, I absolutely love it. I love what Brock's doing. I love everything that he's doing with it. Um, and I like the WWE and what they're doing. I'm not worried about the WWE. I'm not worried that, that Vince is the way Vince is uh, because NXT is fine. And you know that one day when Vince is gone, maybe the whole promotion will be run like NXT. I don't understand why NXT is called developmental. They take uh, the, the the they take the best wrestlers from the best promo from the, the smaller promotions, and then they sign them, and then they uh, kind of retrain them and readapt them into WWE wrestlers. But uh, you know some you know and and some people are like oh that's terrible but it's not terrible the like that what independent wrestling is missing and what the smaller promotions are missing is how to storytell and that's what the WWE does best the best storytelling in AEW was Dustin versus Cody you think that's a coincidence no it's not then the second best storytelling is Jericho versus Omega Jericho knows how to storytell and uh you know then you have you know the match like uh the best friends versus um Jack Evans and the other guy I can't remember his name sorry for uh, blanking I am not a wrestling expert or nor am I uh claim to be but um I'm just saying it was just high spot after high spot after high spot after high spot remember a couple of years ago uh, the young bucks when the young bucks were killing the business with their super kicks now it's like the the knee the the high knee the the knee to the face uh before it was Kenny Omega was using them and then Seth Rollins and now it seems like everybody's using the knee everybody is Harley race you know and uh it's wrecking the business nobody's saying that but uh to me there's too many knees in wrestling it's a uh, it's uh it's just used way too often. Uh, same with finishers. I do think like uh, a lot of a lot of people kick out of finishers, and I think uh, I wish finishers would be refocused and reemphasize that uh, you know a finisher is a finisher for a reason. You know, um, it's to finish the job, and uh, not that the, you can have people kick out every now and again, but like. What's the point of using a finisher, a finisher, if you know someone's just gonna kick out? These are the questions I wonder. But uh, you know, what do you wonder? What questions do you wonder? Don't forget to send them to our question and answer. Coming up very soon, uh, in July, first week of July, that is our uh, two-year anniversary. We have our one hundredth episode coming up, and we have our two-year two-year anniversary on the show, starting in our third year. Uh, beginning our third year in uh, July, so of uh, the old TNW pod, and uh, big things are happening. We got uh, 
our first uh, our first convention uh, at a Legends Con uh, coming up next weekend at Chinlock Five in Kingston, Ontario. Uh, very excited about that. Hopefully, we'll get some interviews with some of the legends and maybe some interviews with some of the wrestlers that are also on the card that night. Uh, I'm very excited to be a part of it, and this is the first time that uh, that uh, the TNW Pod has uh, left out to uh, do something like this. And if it goes well, who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll show up at uh, at uh, All In or uh, or you know at uh, WrestleMania or Survivor Series. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, I'm just. It's an exciting time. It's an exciting time for it. Um, what I what did you think of Raw this week? Were you happy with it? Were you not happy with it? Of course, you weren't happy with it. Did you watch the uh, documentary, the Twenty Four? on Ronda Rousey afterwards? That's the question. Did you watch it? Because it was fantastic. Of course, it was fantastic being, it was uh, documented basically Ronda's year in wrestling where she went from entering wrestling to um, becoming, uh, going into the main event of WrestleMania, which was, you know, she said that after the first WrestleMania, they said, how do you feel about co-headlining WrestleMania? And uh, she's like, oh, has a woman ever closed the show before? And they said, like, no. And she's like, we'll change that. So she was adamant, very adamant about headlining WrestleMania a year later, as she did. Uh, as we all know, she's UFC's top grossest, grossest, grossing fighter of all time. Um, so headlining WrestleMania just made sense. Um, kind of sucks that she's gone. And she wants to have babies. Hey, it's a woman's right. <laughs> Not that type of right. But it is a woman's uh, right to have uh, babies. And uh, I'm the selfish one because I wish she was back wrestling. Uh, I hope she does come back at some point. And because uh, there's a lot of matches she could have uh, with a lot of great, talented people that are in the WWE. So, with that said, uh, what else is going on? Oh, my God. Have you have you seen these Ric Flair videos? Have you seen Rick is Ric Flair so Ric Flair was ill. Remember he was um he was in the hospital for a bit and some people said it was a routine checkup and then some people said, Oh no, it's it's more serious and then uh Ric Flair's come out and it was a lot more serious. He was near death. He was apparently he was having conversations with God. And uh I don't know if you've heard these these are off the uh, the Ric Flair, I guess the Ric Flair YouTube page that he's running these days. And uh, he's cutting some pretty hardcore promos. I'll tell you that. Um, I'm just going to pull one of these up and we're going to play them for you. Just in case you haven't heard. Uh, I'd like you to hear them. So uh, just let me find them as, we, as, we're, uh, as we're looking for them here. And uh, we will find them, and we will play them, and then we will discuss. We will discuss them, uh, because that's what we're doing on the uh, Talking Wrestling podcast. So, uh, as I type in Ric Flair, uh, we will get this all ready, and we'll get this going. So, but uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's uh, here we go, back in action, part one. This is a this is a three part. It's uh, it's a three part. It's a three part. The thing and uh yeah here we go so here's part one uh, i'm just gonna get this set up and uh 
if you haven't seen the promo yet, he's uh, he's he's sort of like in front of his TV, and he has uh, the TV stopped, paused, so it shows him from uh, WCW way back in the day when uh, he was the man, and uh, yeah. So we're just gonna go back to that. To the, here we go. So this is uh, back in action, part one. Um, this was published May 30th on, uh, <clears throat> of this past year. So it was just passed recently. So here we go. I'm just going to try to get this to sound right. And, uh, hopefully everything will be okay. I'm going to play the, um, the Ric Flair videos and I'm uh, just going to break them down and uh, see what you think of this. First one is back in action. Part one. So, uh, nature boy. Uh, take it away. I want to first of all apologize for not getting back to you all sooner. Certainly appreciate all the support. But a tube down my throat for four days, my vocal cords were hurting. But here we go. First of all, thank you to my beautiful family, to all my friends, to all the doctors, nurses, everybody that brought me back again. It's a miracle again. It's a $1.8 million tune-up on the nature boy. That's how much all this has cost. Thank God for insurance. Well, almost all the insurance. A lot of cash out of our pocket, but it's okay because I lived. And I'm living here to tell you that the kids stealing, wheeling, dealing, liberty ride, jet fly, son of a gun, is not going to change. Slow down. I'm going to move forward. I got autographs to sign, commercials to make, pictures to take, Friends to have a cold beer with, and I mean two cold beers if it's stone cold. Do you understand that? I've got everybody from Triple H to Charles Barkley, name it, and Steve, by God, is there every day, Austin, the hoaxer, everybody, hell, offset, FaceTime in the hospital. I had 47 nurses in my room. You know why? Because I've made friends. Not being Richard Flair, not boring Richard Flair, but Ric Flair. And yes, I've made mistakes, but somewhere down the line, I've made a bond. And I've got friends that reach out to me. I also know who didn't. So anybody out there that thought Richard Flair was something, Richard Flair was an irresponsible, more than me right now actually, more irresponsible kid that took 13 years to come out of high school, flunk out of college, he did nothing. Ric Flair, in turn, became the man. It's undisputable. Ask Steve Austin. I'm telling you, I don't care about who's the greatest of all time. I want to be the guy that influenced the most people from pop music to wrestling to rock and roll to style and profiling. That's me. And I'm never going to get old. I got a Wife that wants a 35-year-old man every day of her life. She needs that 35-year-old Look at my wife. Hell, I'm not going to be my age. I don't care how many doctors tell me, you've got to learn to grow up. You've got to be act like you're... I'm not going to act like my age. Don't ever tell me that. I'm paying you to make me better so that I can be me. That's me. And that's all I'm ever going to be, good or bad. But I'm thanking all of you for everything you have given me. The friendship, the loyalty, and the opportunity 
to be Ric Flair. Nothing more, nothing less. I'm up, I'm well, I'm feeling great, and I'm just starting to tell my story because the other side of it is I know who has not been there for me. I know who has not had my back. And I'm going to answer all these questions, chapter two. Love this, learn to love it. It's the best thing going today. And I'm also not going to be afraid to tell you that the queen is the greatest wrestler in the history of the female division. That's just a fact. Woo! Thank you. Woo, 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 woo. Okay, we don't need this uh, this Purex commercial, so we're skinny. We're gonna skip this, and we're gonna get right into back in action part two. Um, <clears throat> that was kind of weird, very emotional. But here we go. He's calmed down. I've calmed down. Trying to make this a little closer to the vest, but I just want to tell you this: until you have laid in that hospital bed in a coma for 12 days and actually talked to God and begged for his mercy and begged him to forgive you because you don't know where you're going. You don't know if you're ever going to wake up. You have no idea what goes through your mind. I still will ask Wondrous Wendy, did this happen? And she'll say, no, where'd you get that? Because that's how bad it was. And I will never, ever be able to thank you, Jim Ross, for what you said in my 30 for 30, as mad as I was at you for saying it, because it's the truth. I was irresponsible. I did have tax problems. One thing you're wrong about, I never went upstairs alone. 100 kamikazes, yes. And Shawn Michaels, I'm sorry, but you're not in a position to judge me, buddy. Telling me I'll never know who Richard Fleer is? Really? Do you think I'll ever know? I don't know. Richard Fleer, like I said before, was an irresponsible kid who was blessed with the greatest parents in the world, did everything wrong. And by the way, who are you to judge me? I mean, really? Come on, man, let's get serious. You've opened the door, so I'm. you open the door, I'm giving it back to you. Who are you to judge me? I mean, are you kidding me? You idolized me, and then all of a sudden contempt for what? For what you grew up loving, for what you inspired you to be who you are? I don't think so, man. Hey, and I want to say one more thing. Again, Ms. Now Enzo Mari, all big cast. People I know casually and people that I've become close to because I love being young. I'm not going to get old. I'm going to stay where I am. And I'm starting out tomorrow by going to Moline, Illinois to see the great Seth Rollins friend at a wrestling event. And it's going forward from there. You can't stop me now, baby. I've got my wheels on the ground. Once again, thank you for everything. Thank you, dear God. Thank you, the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Woo! So what we have there is uh, is um, wow. It's just I guess he was a lot sicker than what we thought he was. Um, a lot of times people talk about wrestlers and how uh, they can't, they have trouble figuring out who they are because they're playing a character, but the character is actually themselves. They, you know, um, a lot of people talk about Bret Hart maybe buying into the fact that he's Bret Hart a little too much. Uh, 
a lot of people like Hulk Hogan lives every day as Hulk Hogan, even though he's Terry Boella, you know, he's, he's Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair is another one of these guys. Like, you know, uh, this is who they are. This is who they've become. This is who they'll be. You know, this doesn't happen really in anything else. I'm, I'm trying to think of maybe soap opera stars, you know, like, I can't. I don't know who Victor Newman's what his real name is, but Victor Newman will always just be Victor Newman from the Young Wrestles to me, or to my mom who watched the show. I didn't watch it, but I did. Um, but I don't know what what else it's like than this. So, um, Flair, he just I don't know. He seems like to have a lot of hostility, a lot of anger. We don't really know what this is all about. Like, what did Shawn Michaels say that, did Shawn Michaels say that he'd, it's like, maybe Shawn Michaels is happy because Shawn Michaels finally knows who Shawn Hickenbottom is. If that's his name? Anyways. Um, and maybe he's like, well, maybe it's too bad that Ric Flair never took the time off to find out who R- Richard Flair actually is. But if Ric Flair is happy being Ric Flair, then let him be Ric Flair. Some people might think that's sad, but, you know, it's be who you want to be. And, uh, you know, and Ric Flair is the most influential wrestler probably ever. Um, You know, you watch television, you listen to rap, you listen. He's influenced so many. The biggest one I noticed was uh, the first season of Eastbound and Down with Kenny Powers, Will Ferrell's character. Avery, uh, Avery Schreiber or whatever his name is. I can't remember the name. Something Avery. And uh, he owned a car dealership. And he was full-on Ric Flair from the 80s. And uh, it took place in the Carolinas. Uh, he was a car dealer. He had the aviators, the fine suits, the blonde hair. Even one part he uh, threw an ooh, woo, out. Um, it just seems that Flair has a lot to grind and he's not very happy and uh you know so those are his first two messages um and then we have uh rick flair's oh what's this one uh back in action five two okay this is the only two i thought there was another one but i'm not sure uh if there if there is if there has been another one um because i heard that he went after his lawyers at some point but uh i don't know where that is and uh nor can i can i really find it um wonder where that was anyways i guess he called out a bunch of his lawyers as well and uh you know um he's hired new lawyers uh lawsuits are, are, are up and uh you know, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's insane. So I hope, um, nature boy is, uh, I hope he's okay. I hope mentally he's fine. Um, you know, and, uh, I hope he's all right. Um, the, the, he doesn't want to grow old. Well, no, nobody wants to grow old, but he wants to stay in that character uh, as long as he can and um you know yeah i like that part where he's like my wife needs a 35 year old 
Do you want? I'm like, I think your wife needs you to be alive, Nate. Um, that's more important than being a 35 year old. Like, I'm not saying that you're you're not. You know, look at Ric Flair's the only guy who, unlike you know, who got his dick over in promos, like. You know, all the ladies want to line up and ride Space Mountain. What do you think Space Mountain was? It was just fucking cock and balls. I never knew that when I was a kid. I was going around like, who wants to ride Space Mountain? Woo! I thought they actually meant to ride Space Mountain. The best ride in the game. You know, no. It was Ric Flair talking about his sexual conquests. And, uh, you know, his dick was Space Mountain. Like, you know, it's so funny. Like, who would want to buy a Space Mountain shirt? It's just like... Yeah, I love Ric Flair's dick, and I love Ric Flair. But he's the only guy to get his dick over uh, Space Mountain. Of course, Joey Ryan has the dick flip, and uh, maybe Val Venus has got a dick over here and there. And uh, But uh, but nothing, nothing like uh, like Space Mountain. So Nature Boy, uh, I, I met him just before he got ill again, and I'm glad... He's fine. I'm glad he's great. Uh, I hope he gets what he needs to, you know, I just want him to be okay. I want him to be okay, and I just want him uh, to be fine with who he is and uh, and and his life. So uh, what do you guys think about that? What do you think about these videos? Are they insane? Is it just me? I don't know. I don't know. I think they're a little insane. Uh, some parts kind of make me a little sad. Uh, you know, like, he doesn't know whether he's going to heaven or hell. It's like, oh, my God, that's so sad. He believes, you know, like, he doesn't know. Um, who knows what's going to happen? I just hope that uh, Ric Flair is around for a long time to come. Because that'll be a very sad day uh, when we lose the nature boy. And uh, and when that happens, he goes... Another wrestler's dead, you know, as they say all the time. And uh, that just drives me insane. Insane in the membrane. Um, folks, what's your favorite Ric Flair match? You have one? For me, uh, I know a lot of people did not think that him and Macho Man Savage was great in WrestleMania. But I really enjoyed that match. Uh, I also enjoyed, of course... His classics with Ricky Steamboat. Um, and of course, anytime uh, Rick, Ric Flair is in a cage, I enjoy those matches as well. Because, uh, man, that guy can bleed. Oh, my God. Uh, just insane. You don't see it anymore. You don't see the blood anymore the way uh, it used to be in Richard uh, Richard Flair's, <laughs> Ric Flair's generation. And... Uh, I don't know. Do you miss blood? Do you enjoy blood? Uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, red equals green. And uh, that's what they say. And I totally agree with it. So, with that said, um, yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. What do you think about these flare videos? Hit us up. Write us up. Get us on the old TNW pod on the Twitter. And uh, tell me what you think of these flare videos. Um, what's next for X Flair? What what's next for him? Is, do you like you know? I think he'll always be involved with WWE, um, and I do think Charlotte is the best wrestler out there. However, I think Ronda Rousey is better. 
Um, but uh, Charlotte is the best thing going today. And uh, her and Ronda Rousey's match from Survivor Series, oh, wasn't that great? I was so mad when she took out the kendo stick and just was instantly disqualified. Because it seems like anytime guys have a match, they can break all the rules they want. But once uh, once uh, the kendo stick goes out, you know, oh boy. Got to call the girls on it. Can't have them having violent matches. Who knows? But uh, but that is that. So I wanted to play that for you. Uh, also, um, uh, I want to talk about Sammy Callahan uh, recently spitting in James Cornette's face. Uh, due to the uh, the um, the comments made towards uh, Sonny and uh, how Jim Cornette didn't understand, uh, uh, you know, a uh, you know uh, what Sonny was, and uh, Sammy Callahan, I guess, went and spit in his face on an MLW taping and sort of challenged him, but Cornette did not do anything, and uh, Sammy. Uh, Callahan says that he stands with uh, with uh, with with Sonny, and uh, that's that's uh, pretty insane that that's happening, um, you know. But with that said, uh, I hope I hope everybody's okay. You know, I hope Sonny's okay. I hope uh, Jim Cornette's okay. Jim Corn, you know, the thing with Corny is sometimes he's really great with stuff, but then sometimes he's just like really out of touch with things. And uh, I kind of feel that same way with Jr. You know, watching Jr. and the Starcast do those interviews, he's always making these little jabs at Pat Patterson. I was like, why? Because he's gay? Who cares? Who cares? You know, it's 2019. Get over it, Jr. You know, some of the finest gay people probably enjoy your barbecue sauce. Oh, well, that doesn't that that bothers Jr. Because uh, it's barbecue sauce for a real man. You know, uh, whatever. You know, gay gay men are real men too, but you know, I'll just say that right now. So, anyways, uh, folks, um, yeah, I wanted to uh, talk about Ric Flair. I wanted to talk about uh, AEW. Uh, I wanted to talk about, um, yeah, Brock and Money in the Bank, and uh, where uh, wrestling is going, and uh, everything. I personally. I'm very happy with the way wrestling is right now. Even with the WWE not hitting it on all cylinders, just makes me want to enjoy other wrestling even more. And uh, why can't the Hart Foundation end up in AEW? I wish. I wish. But uh, Teddy Hart, he might be hard to deal with, but you know, if you have Jack Evans already there, why not have uh, Teddy Hart there as well? I don't know. Um... And where and what and how is this AEW going to work? Are these guys going to be able to work until the fall wherever they want, and then when Tuesday Night Dynamite starts out, that's when the contracts are going to kick in? Because I don't know. I'm just sort of curious at how it all works out. But uh, you know, and also um, somebody you might not have noticed at the AEW uh, card was when uh, Bret Hart was in the ring, was a uh, comedian at uh, Jack Whitehall, who is absolutely fantastic. He is an incredible comedian, and uh, he's somebody that I've met with and hung out with on several occasions. Um, my first time doing shows over in England, I met him through uh, my old roommate, 
who is really tight with that Jack. And uh, we hung out and we partied and we had an all-nighter and it was great. And then uh, a couple of years ago at J- JFL 42, just for last 42 here in Toronto, uh, Jack Whitehall was headlining and uh, I hooked up with him then and saw him again. And uh, we took a picture. You can find that on my Instagram. But just to see that he was involved in AEW was very surprising. And then when you realize that he's friends with Tony Khan, uh, I could not believe that. And, uh, you know, and, and Tony says that Jack is going to be involved in AEW uh, more and more. He's going to make him a wrestling fan again. And uh, I never even knew Jack was a, right, a wrestling fan. And uh, I find this very amazing. And it's also cool because, my, my you know, Tommy Campbell, who's been on the show twice, uh, Tommy Campbell is like really tight with Jack Whitehall, and I was like, "Can I now? Can I get Jack Whitehall on the show?" I don't know if I can get Jack Whitehall on the show, but this is what I'm asking. The question is, why? Why are we having Jack Whitehall in wrestling right now? Why is this the time to have him in wrestling right now? And it's like, is there an ulterior plan? Now you know I like to develop conspiracies, but I will just say this: Jack Whitehall. Uh, recently did a movie called The Jungle Book uh, with a man by the name of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And uh, they're co-stars in the movie, and they become friends on the set. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any of The Rock's videos from when he was performing. You can go on his Instagram and check them out. And uh, he's always joking around with Jack. And uh, half of me kind of wonders, are they bringing in Jack to make him a product of AEW or a part of AEW? with hopes that perhaps The Rock will make an appearance on AEW. And if that's the case, I don't know if that will ever happen. Because, you know, The Rock owes everything he has to the WWE. And, you know, he's he had seven bucks in his pocket when he made that call to go to the WWE, and it changed his life. And the odd thing about that is The Rock doesn't talk about this, but The Rock... Rocky Johnson and Ricky Johnson, his brother, the Johnson, the Johnson family, is from Amherst, Nova Scotia, uh, in the Maritimes. That's a Canadian province. So, which means if you, you, the way it works is you can claim back to your grandfather's citizenship for your citizenship. Like if you have, uh, if your grandfather came over from uh, Italy, and you were born in Canada, you can claim your Italian passport. And you can claim your Italian heritage. Um, the Rock uh, has never claimed his Canadian heritage. He's never talked about his Canadian heritage. I don't even know if he knows that he's got Canadian heritage. Because the fact is, if he got his Canadian passport, because he's a, his dad was Canadian, um, he could have been in the CFL a lot longer than what he was. He only played one game in the CFL preseason, and then he was cut because he was American. Um, because you only have so many spots for American imports on a CFL roster in Canada. Uh, So if The Rock was Canadian, he wouldn't have held that American import spot, and he wouldn't have been cut. And if he was Canadian, The Rock might have had a great CFL career. He probably could have played six, seven, eight, maybe even nine, ten years. But then that means we would have entirely missed The Rock during his entire Attitude Era. And, uh, wow, wouldn't that change things? I'm glad he stuck the path that he did. 
I'm glad he uh, didn't, uh, wasn't in CFL for a long time. But at some point, I wish uh, he would talk about his Canadian heritage. Because uh, I know a lot of Canadians down in the Maritimes, they all know that Dwayne The Rock Johnson's family is from Amherst, Nova Scotia. And uh, But if you've ever been to Amherst, you're like, oh, now I kind of get why he doesn't talk about it because it's Amherst. Who gets excited for Amherst? And then one time, I was on a maritime bus going to Moncton from Halifax, and the halfway mark is Amherst. And as we're pulling into Amherst, everyone on the bus got excited. And I was like, oh my God, are you guys excited for Amherst? And they said, fuck yeah. I was like, why? And they're like, smoke break. That's right. Everybody got off the bus and took a smoke break at a gas station. Not the best place to smoke. However, in Amherst, it's one of the finer places to smoke. So, Rock, um, yeah, maybe, uh, you know, let us know if you're proud to be somewhat Canadian. Um, with that said, do you think Jack Whitehall is there to bring in The Rock? I don't know. We're going to have to wait to find out because, you know, when The Rock has a big movie, he doesn't even go to the WWE to promote anymore, but it would be a shame if he showed up on AEW to promote it. Um, for those of you who don't know, also, AEW pr- uh, approached TSN, in the sports network in Canada, about carrying um, the AEW Tuesday Night Dynamite, and TSN turned them down, as I do believe TSN probably still has somewhat of a working relationship with the WWE, or maybe hopes to work with them again someday, maybe when their contract is up with Sportsnet. Who knows? Who knows? Kudos and kudos, folks. With that said, uh, I'm going to call it. Uh, you know, the episodes with me are just a little shorter, but uh, it's only because I don't have someone to talk to and uh, to make it twice as long. But doesn't mean it's not half as good. I don't know what that means. But with that said, folks, uh, thank you for letting me put a headlock on your ears. I hope you've enjoyed this uh, short little episode of uh, the 99th episode because next week we have the 100th episode, and uh, I have a feeling it's going to be pretty damn good. So, um, yeah, thank you for letting us put a headlock in your ears. Uh, don't forget to hit us up on all the social medias that you find, that you know, and you love. Uh, TNW Pod on the Twitter, uh, Talking Wrestling, uh, Gmail, Talking Wrestling Podcast, Instagram, uh, Talking Wrestling on Facebook, and uh, Talking Wrestling on Spotify and on iTunes. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Thank you again for having us on uh, your, your podcast, wherever you may listen to that. And I uh, hope you have a great day, and I uh, hope you get to watch some wrestling. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Have a great one. All right, we're out of here. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network.